Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. It's hard to believe we're in the fourth quarter of the year. And before you know it, the new year will be here. So now is the time for savvy, strategic investors like you to take action. Creating a tax-efficient, inflation-adjusted income strategy now can help you stay ahead of the game later. And that's what we want to talk about here today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, oh my gosh, fourth quarter The year is starting to wind down, like it or not. Here we are. Kind of hard to believe. (laughs) Kind of hard to believe, isn't it? You know, I'm thinking, (laughs) golly, there's just not much time left in this year. I mean, we're going to blink and the holidays are going to be passed and we're going to be ringing the bell for New Year's and it's going to be 2022. For sure. Can can you say that? 2022? It takes some practice, doesn't it? It, <laughs> it yeah, does. You have to practice. We're going to have to get used to writing that 22 after we finally got used to the 21. And uh, yeah, it, it, it just, uh, it's a whole transition <laughs> when, when we get to that new year. And I know, Philip, all the things that are on my personal to-do list this time of year, all the things I'm trying to get done and all my cooking and baking projects and all the stuff going on with the kids. But tell me, what goes on your year-end checklist when you're helping your clients prepare for 2022? Well, you know, one of the things is we try to sit down and meet with most of them to kind of walk through, make sure a couple things, make sure they got their R&Ds taken care of. Um, and, and that type of thing. The other thing we look at is for, for forward-looking planning, well, I count it back too, is one, you know, if they're still working and maybe they're getting a bonus or something towards the end of the year, what do we do with it? Can we throw that into a 401k so we don't have to pay tax on it? Um, and then next year, what are we doing? Do we have our, our contributions set up properly for um, making sure we're getting the most out of our retirement plans, our IRAs, and those type of things. So we're we're doing that, and uh, and for those people who are well, a couple of things. One, looking at retiring in 2022, it's okay if we put a plan together. Let's tweak the plan. Let's make sure that it's still on track to do what we want it to do. And and if we haven't done a plan, if if you're just new and we've not even looked at a plan yet, let's sit down and start that process so that we kind of know what we need to get done for retirement and those type of things. So, mm-hmm. so those are some of the things we do to get ready for 2022. There's a lot of things you have to do, be looking backwards before you close out the year. Sure. Could this be a good time to potentially discuss your strategy for social security? It might, might this be a good time of year to be thinking about that? Absolutely. I mean, if you're not taking your social security yet and you're thinking about retiring next year, or you're not thinking about retirement, but you're getting close to that age. I mean, I've had several clients come in and say, hey, look, I've signed up for my Social Security without even asking Philip, you know, should I? It's um, And so it's a good thing to walk through a process to make sure that, hey, if I'm going to take Social Security, now makes the best sense. Um, and especially if you're not going to quit working or you're going to just kind of cut back a little bit. Uh, I would just caution you, if you're going to think about taking your Social Security because you hit 62 or 
at 65, I'm going to start taking my Medicare, so I need Social Security. It's now a great time to look ahead and say, okay, is now the right time? Let's put together that plan of when is the best time. Let's run those numbers to find out what really does make the most sense for you in your current financial situation. Because, folks, everybody's different. Just because your brother claimed it at 62 doesn't mean you should claim it at 62, right? right? Everybody's different and needs to look at their own situation. If you are worried about the potential impact of these tax increases that we are hearing about working their way through Congress, are there any moves to consider before the end of this year? Well, I think there are some things that people can look at. One, like I said a little while ago, make sure you get your RMD done. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two is look and see what tax bracket you think you're going to be in and do Roth conversions make sense? Because Roth conversions, there's some of those things that are on the table right now to get taken away. Are there some of those things that make sense to do this year? What about tax loss harvesting? Do we have some positions that maybe we had some gains this year? Are there some positions that we've lost money on that we could help offset some of those capital gains? And then the, the, the last thing I would look at is if, we are in that, you know, that lowest of low tax brackets in that 12%, maybe even towards that 20% tax bracket. Are we still in that 0% capital gains rate? And if we are, should we be maybe taking some capital gains this year while we still have an opportunity to get that 0% tax rate? Folks, listen, as we, as we get ready to head into the year, if you're thinking about retirement, We've developed our core retirement design. What does that mean? Well, we're going to calculate your retirement. We're going to organize you. We're going to review where you're at, and we're going to establish a plan that meets your risk tolerance situation. It's made to put together so that you have the retirement you always dreamed of. That's the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I am Jen Rezac alongside. And Philip, you mentioned RMDs, required minimum distributions, a few minutes ago. So let's talk a little bit more about that here because people who turned 72 this year or who are turning 72 this year, that needs to go on their to-do list for the first time. So let's talk about what they need to know if this is your first time encountering these required minimum distributions. You're right, Jen. So if you turn 72 in 2021, whether that was January 1st or whether that was December 31st, you're required to take an RMD this year, required minimum distribution. Now, if it's your first year, little caveat, you can take it before April 1st next year, but then you're going to have to take two in the mm, same year. Mm-hmm. Not something we usually recommend. So what do we need to know? Well, we need to know that our first RMD, required minimum distribution, is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 38 3.9% of your balance, not today, but what your balance was on January 1st of 2021. And so uh, you got to get it taken before the end of this year. Now, some people, it slipped up on them because they turned 72 last year. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have to take one, Jen, right. because, you know, because the whole COVID thing, they got a pass. And so for those folks, it may sneak up on them and think, oh, my gosh, this is the year I have to take my first one because 
of last year. So don't uh, don't forget about that and remember to, to take it out before the end of the year. And when we talk about things like preparing for the next year, you think about things like getting ahead of it with taxes. Today's federal income tax rates, they could be the lowest you'll see for the rest of your life after those tax rates went down with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. But we know those expire come 2026, and there are proposals to increase taxes working their way through Congress as we speak. So at this point, it's not a matter of if, but when taxes will go up and higher taxes could leave you with just a fraction of the money you were counting on for your retirement. You know, you don't want to assume that that you won't be impacted by the Democrats proposed tax increases because you're not a big corporation or you're not, quote, wealthy enough. I bet just about everyone listening has a few areas where they can become a little more tax efficient with their retirement money. I want to help you understand the potential impact taxes can have on your retirement savings. I want to help you learn about ways to reduce or even possibly eliminate taxes in your retirement. And then I want to help you create an income strategy so your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to last. If you saved at least $150,000 heading into retirement, call us at 863-285-3815 and we can help you go over your retirement accounts and uncover what your possible tax liability are going to be in the future. And we'll talk about some of the other strategies that can help you reduce your taxes down the road. It could mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket to spend the way you want to spend it in retirement. Folks, there's no cost. There's no obligation. Call us right now at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. There's just a short window of opportunity to take action to keep taxes from taking too much of a bite out of your savings, and it could mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket. 863-285-3815. The Statler Financial Radio Show continues after this. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You toss a penny over your shoulder into a fountain and you make a wish. You look into the fountain and see a lot of pennies, but you see some quarters too. You think, who throws quarters when pennies will do? Now think about the taxes you could be paying in retirement. Do you want to throw pennies or quarters to Uncle Sam? Philip Statler at Statler Financial knows that not planning for taxes in retirement can drain your savings. Taxes can be complicated, so start planning now so you aren't caught off guard in retirement. Call Philip at 863-285-3815. Together, you'll create a plan designed to help you keep as much of your money as possible. Watch your pennies and quarters in retirement. Tell Philip Statler at Statler Financial what your retirement wishes are. Call now, 863-285-3815. That number, 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offer through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor firm in the state of Florida. 
Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. StatlerFinancial.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And if you're wondering who is likely to be more comfortable and confident with their retirement, well, there are a few things you can do to help secure your financial future, and Philip's going to help break this all down for us. Because, Philip, we found this study here from the Employee Benefit Research Institute, and they went and they were asking people who are in retirement and who say they are comfortable, they feel comfortable, and they asked what are some things that they have done. And everybody who said they were comfortable in retirement has done the same four things. So we want to share these four keys to a comfortable retirement with our listeners today. And the first one, all these people who responded to this survey who said they're comfortable in retirement, the first thing they all did, they went into retirement with little or no debt. You know, Jen, I, I would think that and you and I would think that that's a no-brainer, mm-hmm. right? And, and really, it is a no-brainer because every dollar that you owe someone else is a dollar that you can't use to help create or use for retirement income. Now, I will take a step further than that and, and just give you some experiences, right? Okay. As I look back over my uh, almost 20 years of being a registered investment advisory firm and the folks I've met with, those folks that, that did that one thing, retired with little or no debt, mm-hmm. have flourished in retirement. I mean, they yep. didn't have to worry about that. They didn't have the head trash. Uh, you know, it wasn't something weighing over them the whole time. It makes a huge amount of difference when you right. go into retirement with zero debt. I mean, it just does. It's just that relief of knowing that's one thing I don't have to come up with every month is that payment. Right. And and that is one of those things that, that can just nag at you if you don't have a, a way to take care of something efficiently. Here's the other thing, Philip. Not only do we want to do a good job of paying off that debt before retirement, we don't want to rack up new debt in retirement as well. And I, and I don't want to act like that's just frivolous spending. I mean, that could be things like the, the water heater goes out and you've got to come up with a way to replace it. That can be a way you could have to rack up some debt. So talk about how you help somebody create a budget for all those retirement expenses and even factoring in some of those emergency one-offs because I think that's probably where people are going to run into the most trouble in retirement. It, it really is. And Jen, I just want to make sure I heard you right. Did you say Did you say budget? I, I did say that B word. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I know. You know it's a- usually people hear that word and they just shut down. <laughs> and they don't want to listen anymore. Um, but you're right. So, you know, that really, here's here's the deal, Jen. And, and that's what I've found is that if I know where my income's coming from on a month in and month out basis, then that kind of makes the budget flow much easier. It gives me a target to shoot for. Um, and, and so I think that that's the big part of it is putting together that income plan because part of that planning is an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. And some of the things you talked about are emergencies. The water you know, water heater goes out. Well, you know, that's not a $10,000 deal. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not cheap. You know, maybe but, it's right. 1000 1500 So I, I have always been a big believer of having 
an emergency fund. Now, the problem is, is that emergency fund doesn't make any money and mm-hmm. people don't like that. Right. <laughs> but, but that's not its purpose, right? It's there to provide for those emergencies. It's not there to make money. And so I tell people, look, you should have somewhere between uh, $20,000 to $50,000, depending upon what your budget is, in that emergency fund um, as a rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. And, and so then if you've got that put over there for those emergencies and you've created this written retirement income plan, well, well now I know how much money I've got to spend between Social Security and pension and, and extra money that I can draw off of my investments. I know what I can spend. And most people, if they, if they retire with that first key, debt-free, they never have an issue mm-hmm. with the amount of money they have coming in and being able to do what they want to do in retirement. Uh, I mean, I think that's the key. And so, so what does that mean? Well, it means, folks that you need to have that written retirement income plan that we talk about so much on the show. And one of the things I want to offer folks today that have at least $150,000 built up for retirement is an opportunity to get one of those written retirement income plans. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815. That number again is 863-285-3815. And let them know, hey, I want to sit down with Philip. And I want to look at him putting together a written retirement income plan for me. It's that simple. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services and the second key to a comfortable retirement. Again, this was from a survey conducted by the Employee Benefit Research Institute. They found retirees who say they are comfortable in retirement have done the same four things. The first one, going into retirement with little or no debt. The second one is what they said was having a clear spend down strategy. So let's let's talk about what that means. What does that even mean? Well, Jen... It's, it's basically, as you're taking income out, what's going to be left? And so here's what I see when I sit down with people. Uh, we call it the, the junk drawer of income, right? Mm-hmm. They have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of accounts. They have a lot of different products out there. And they're getting income. But there's no plan in place. And they're getting what they need. But they don't know when that bucket's going to run out. They don't know where the next bucket's coming from. So... Our strategy when we put together an income plan is we're a bucket approach type type firm. We believe in that. And so we create a clear strategy that says, hey, bucket number one is going to last you five to seven years. Bucket number two is going to last you another five to seven years. Mm -hmm. And then between bucket number three and the growth bucket, hey, you're going to have enough income to last your lifetime. So that's the spend down. That's the, you know, when is that bucket going to run dry and when am I going to switch to the next bucket? You know, that's kind of what we call the spin down strategy. All right. So again, it's having a plan for how you are going to be spending down and accessing that money. Because the the other thing we need to understand here is there's a transition that happens, Philip, when we go from saving for retirement and accumulating and putting money aside to then managing our savings in retirement. We need to understand that everything changes financially. And that's why that spin down strategy is so important, right? There's such a transition there. 
It, it really is. And that's one of the things that I see folks miss the most, okay. if you will. They've worked. Some folks have probably worked, you know, 40 to 45 years before they get ready to retire. And they've done a really good job of putting money away, putting money away, you know, getting the most out of their 401ks and their retirement plans. And um, and they've done a great job of saving. And, and then it comes around to retirement time. You know, they don't change what they're doing. They keep doing the same thing, keep making the same investments, keep doing the same thing over and over again, Mm -hmm. which when you were working, that was okay because if the market tanked, you were, you were benefiting, right? Because you were putting more money in, you're buying at a low price. So when the market recovered, you were going to benefit from that. Well, now in retirement, you don't have a paycheck coming in. Mm -hmm. You have social security. If you're lucky, you have a pension and that's it. You have your investments that are going to create the rest of your income. And so often um, folks don't change the style in which they're investing their retirement dollars. As a matter of fact, I would say 90% of the time they don't make that change. Wow. And that's the biggest problem I see for those people as they head into retirement is they've not shifted gears in their, in their IRAs and their 401ks and that type of stuff into a more risk adverse approach to creating income. What would you say people overlook the most when it comes to how they're spending down their savings in retirement? Is it just not accounting for certain expenses or or what do you think people overlook the most? I'm going to say that most people overlook when it comes to spending, they they really kind of overlook those things that Um, automatically come out of their checking account, right? Mm. Like maybe insurance premiums, um, you know, maybe their utility bill automatically comes out. They've got all these things set up on automatic. It's back of their mind, right? They don't see it. So they don't realize it's really coming out of their checking account. So they don't account for some of those things when they start to put together the budget because they don't see them every month when they come in the mail. They just comes out of their account. A lot of them don't even open the envelopes. And so that becomes, you know, really part of the issue there when it when it comes to that kind of thing is is really the budget um, and the frivolous spending that they don't they don't realize what they're spending, right, right, out and that kind of stuff. So, Jen, that's really again why it's so important that folks put together that written retirement income plan uh, because that gives them that baseline of income. Uh, as a matter of fact, I met with several folks lately that say, "Hey, look." Here's how much income we can we can get you, and they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't I don't need that much income, hmm. you know. That's that's by the time I take my Social Security and that, that's that's way more than what I need. Let's pare that down a little bit. But they wouldn't know that, right? If they didn't put together that written retirement income plan. So, folks, listen. If you've not done that, if you've not sat down and put together a written retirement income plan, and you're just taking your income from here, there, and everywhere. And it's meeting your needs, but do you know when you're going to run out of money? That's the key. Give us a call and let us help you put together that written retirement income plan. Listen, if you're listening to the show today and you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, give us a call. Let us put together a written retirement income plan just for you. That phone number is 863-285-3815. 863-285-3815. 
3815. We'd love to sit down with you and go through that process. That number again is 863-285-3815. Talking today about a study from the Employee Benefit Research Institute that found that retirees who consider themselves to be comfortable in retirement, they've done the same four things. Philip is going to continue breaking down these four keys to a comfortable retirement in just a moment. Stay with us. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You toss a penny over your shoulder into a fountain and you make a wish. You look into the fountain and see a lot of pennies, but you see some quarters too. You think, who throws quarters when pennies will do? Now think about the taxes you could be paying in retirement. Do you want to throw pennies or quarters to Uncle Sam? Philip Statler at Statler Financial knows that not planning for taxes in retirement can drain your savings. Taxes can be complicated, so start planning now so you aren't caught off guard in retirement. Call Philip at 863-285-3815. Together, you'll create a plan designed to help you keep as much of your money as possible. Watch your pennies and quarters in retirement. Tell Philip Statler at Statler Financial what your retirement wishes are. Call now, 863-285-3815. That number, 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. Philip was the Highlander, was the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. Statlerfinancial.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. And today we're talking about a study from the Employee Benefit Research Institute. It found that retirees who consider themselves to be comfortable in retirement, they've all done the same four things. So we're calling these the keys to a comfortable retirement. So Philip, for those who missed it, because we've already covered a couple of them, let's recap those first two keys to a comfortable retirement and why you think they're important. Absolutely, Jen. So the first key is to go into retirement with little or no debt. Now, that should be obvious, right? Because if we are in debt, then that's that much more income we have to produce to pay down the debt. Mm-hmm. And that's less income we have to spend or use or create income with. So so that's number one. We need to, for those folks that I see that retire with little or no debt, have a much better success rate through retirement. The second one we talked about last segment was a uh, to create a clear spend-down strategy. Now, for us at Statler Financial, we believe in a written retirement income plan using kind of a bucket approach so that you are going to spend down each bucket until you get to the last two buckets, which are going to last you throughout your lifetime. Um, and so not having that strategy on paper written down uh, can cause problems. We want to make sure that we've got those things in place so that we can have the retirement income we need 
for uh, for the future, and that's that's the spin down strategy. All right. So little or no debt, clear spin down strategy. The next key, again, these are people who responded to the survey and said they feel comfortable in retirement. They say they have some sort of employer provided assistance. Now that sounds pretty good, but maybe a little bit harder to get. What what can you tell us about that one? Well, obviously, those folks that retire with a pension, like you just said, it's hard to get these days. But obviously, they're ahead of the curve, right? Because yeah. they not only have Social Security, but then they're going to have their, their pension also. So then they they have the three-legged stool still. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people do. But then they've got the pension, Social Security, and then the last third of their income they can create from their own savings. But a lot of people don't have that, right? They only have Social Security. And they have a nice 401k. They've got some money saved. So we, you have to create your own pension. Mm-hmm. And, and really and truly, that's why we created the income plan, because that really does give us our, our pension, right? We can adjust it for inflation. We can tweak it for more money up front, less money down the road. There's all kinds of little nuances that we can walk through to, to make it be your pension uh, for down the road. Mm -hmm. Now, within that, you have to use the right tools. Right. Right. And so, you know, we're going to use portfolios. You got to have some risk. You got to have some safety. It takes both things, Jen. And this is people's misconception. It takes both safety and risk Mm -hmm. to create income that you're not going to outlive. So many people think they can just go all safe. Mm-hmm. Well, that that won't keep up with inflation. Other people think they will be all in the you know a balanced portfolio. Well, what we've learned over time is that when the market goes down, all the markets go down. That you know the bond market goes right. down, not maybe not as much, but it still goes down. And if you're taking money out, that's going to be problematic for your money to last throughout your lifetime. So it takes both. Mm-hmm. And that's what we put together in our retirement income plans is both. So obviously, the risk side, people know where that's coming from. That's coming from the stock market, right? Having a a nice portfolio that's going to help keep up with inflation. So where's the safety going to come from? Well, that's where annuities come into play. Not just any annuity. You got to have the right kind of annuity put in there. One that's not costing an arm and a leg. One that's going to provide you the income you need down the road. Now, obviously, when you deal with annuities, there's some downside, right? Just like there is when you're in the market. Downside is there's a holding period. Maybe that's five years, seven years. Maybe it's 10 years that you got to hold on to it. That's why it's built into a plan, because it's a tool that's going to be used at a specific time for a specific reason. So those are the type of things that we want to make sure that we're looking at when we put together that retirement income plan, Jen. And I think that's that's important when you wreck it, when you talk a little bit about having both, um, because th- there is a balance there when it comes to safety uh, and, and that uh, non-guaranteed versus what we would call guaranteed or protected income. And that's really what your process is all about, is helping us identify, analyze where we are now, and then identify ways that we can achieve that balance. Before we get into our final key, just talk a little bit about how we can reach you to get started on creating that that retirement design that helps us achieve both the right balance between growth and safety. 
Absolutely, Jen. So, so the core retirement design helps people to calculate how much risk they have in their portfolio. It helps them determine how much risk they're willing to take. It helps organize their objectives and goals. It, it reviews where they are compared to their current portfolio as terms of risk and cost analysis. And then it helps them establish, right, the optimized risk match portfolio, which makes that portfolio line up really and truly with their risk number. Give us a call to walk through that process, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is with Statler Financial Services, and I'm Jen Rezac alongside. And the final key to a comfortable retirement is having some sort of guaranteed income. So, Philip, you were just, you know, we were talking a little bit about that balance between non-guaranteed and guaranteed. That could be Social Security. uh, That could mean a pension. We don't see a lot of that anymore. Or you can create your own stream of guaranteed income that kind of works like a pension. But just talk about how important that is, Philip reiterate how important it is to have both. Because I I think in an ideal world, everything would be guaranteed income, but I don't think that's a reality. So we've got to make sure that we're making the right decisions with guaranteed versus non-guaranteed income, right? Well, that's right, Jen. We really do. And and when we think of guaranteed income sources, you know, the first one that comes to most people's mind is Social Security, Mm -hmm. right? Social Security is going to come in every month, no matter what. But we have to make sure that we are making the right choice when it comes to taking our social security um, as well as our pension mm-hmm. and making sure we're putting the right pieces together within that pension uh, to make sure that everything's going to line up with, with everything else. So, so you've got the guarantees between social security and maybe a pension. And then on the other side, we've got the income plan with some, I'm going to say guarantee guarantees, but with some, optimism of here's where we should be. Now, I believe in being really and truly realistic when we put together our income plans. We're not going to use some high number in terms of, oh, the market's going to do 8, 10, 12 percent. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen, Jen. We're going to look and say, hey, can my money last as long as I do if I only earn 3 percent? Because if that's all I make and, and it'll work, then I'm, I'm good, right? So so don't let anybody use unrealistic expectations on, on how much money you can make, whether it's in the stock market, the bond market, and an annuity, it doesn't matter. Don't let somebody give you unrealistic expectations, Jim, because hmm. that will just cause everything to just blow up when right. you need to start taking your income. And we do need to to make sure that we're making the right decision with things like Social Security when you do look at, at some of those sources of income that you'll have. Talk a little bit about how that fits in. How do we make sure we're making the right decision there? It's easy for some people to make because they just say, I want to take it now. They just click on it, right. <laughs> they just click on it and go, I want to take it. Well, that's not always the best way to do it. You need to understand, one, what are you giving up if I take it now? And two... Is there a better alternative than taking my Social Security now? When I look at my own situation, if you're married, you've got to take into consideration your spouse and when are they going to take it? There's a lot of ins and outs, Jen, when it comes to Social Security. And I see people way too often say, I'm going to take it as soon as I can. 
And folks, Mm. that may be a good decision, but more often than not, it's not the best decision. You need to have a plan in place that takes into account when you want to take your Social Security. Aside from creating an income strategy for retirement, making the right decision with things like Social Security and understanding our our guaranteed and non-guaranteed income sources, which is a lot, but what else do we need to think about? Well, there's a, there's a list of things you need to think about, Jen, when you head into retirement and saving and, and spending in retirement. One is taxes. I can't tell you how many times folks will sit down and say, well, I'm retiring. I'm going to get my Social Security. I'm going to take some money on my IRA. And so I'm not going to have to pay any taxes anymore because I'm retired. Guess what? Hmm. Doesn't That's work false. that way. Right. <laughs> That's right. You, you never retire from taxes. Unless your income drops below the thresholds, taxes are going to be there. They're a way of life. Um, the other thing people forget about is health care. Health care doesn't quit. You know, you don't quit paying for it just because you retire. We still have Medicare you're paying for, Medicare supplements you're having to pay for, those type of things. Inflation. Oh, so many people forget about inflation. Why? Because we've seen so many years of basically non-existent. Inflation, um, which reminds me, I was at Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. I got me a peanut butter parfait. Yes. And I can remember when I used to pay a dollar fifty nine. Oh, not anymore. For that peanut butter parfait. Yeah. It was four dollars and seventy nine cent. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah. So that's inflation, Jen. That's inflation. And then obviously long term care. Uh, you know, people need to take that into consideration as they head into retirement. That's right. A a lot of things to think about. And so talk a little bit about how having a comprehensive strategy that addresses all of these things can help us feel more confident. And how can we get that started? You know, Jen, it, it is just people that retire with a written retirement income plan in place have that peace of knowing where their money's coming from, when it's coming from that spot. And and I have people all the time, we sit down and say, and they say okay, and so next year I'm going to switch where I'm getting my money from. Absolutely. So they're, they're, they're on track. They know exactly what's happening with their income plan. That needs to be you as you're heading into retirement. You know, that's important that you understand That's why I believe it's so important that you have that written retirement income plan. And so if you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, please, please, please give us a call. Let us help you put together that written retirement income plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We have covered a lot on the show today, but we still have to put Philip to the test. So we've got a round of retirement trivia coming up next. Stay with us. Call Philip Statler today to get started on your complimentary financial x-ray report. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. 
Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. Jen Rizak here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. He is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. And he's in the hot seat right now because we're going to put him to the test. We've got a round of retirement trivia. And Philip, this week, the topic is Medicare. Are you ready? Jen, I, I wonder why we picked Medicare. <laughs> I mean, of all things, you know, Medicare. I, mean, I know. Could be I, I could have done taxes. I could have done Social Security. I could have done anything else in the world, but I picked Medicare. So I want to see what you know. Yeah, I guess because people are thinking about that a lot right now, aren't they? They are, and it's always a thing to talk about. Um, and and one day we'll do some other trivia, but but right now it, it's Medicare. So okay. uh, like I'm it or not, Medicare hat on. Put right your Medicare now. hat on and and, and get and ready. ready. Get ready for it, and I'm going to try not to stress you out too much. Uh, We're going to do multiple choice, so I'm going to read the question. I will read through the answers for you to choose from, and then you've got to tell us. You've got to pick one, and then we're going to find out if you're right or if you're wrong. Okay? Okay. All right, so here we go. Our first question today, Medicare started under which U.S. president? A. Harry S. Truman, B. Lyndon B. Johnson, C. John F. Kennedy, or D. Abraham Lincoln? Maybe, maybe, and this this is probably just a guess, Jen. I'm just going to throw it out there. Maybe Lyndon Johnson? Lyndon Johnson. You got it. Yay! How about that? That one, that one was... um, yeah, you know, it was tough. I think back, I remember back, you know, when Social Security started, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty easy. I, I remember that one. You're right. But Medicare didn't start at the same time. So it's one of those things you have to really... Right. When did it kick in type thing? Yeah. Well, and there there were several presidents involved here, too, because so so Teddy Roosevelt, he talked about it. He included a health insurance platform when he ran for president in 1912. And then the Truman administration caught on to that. And, and the idea picked up steam there in the 40s. And then JFK made a push for this national health care program for seniors. But, of course, as we all know, he didn't get the opportunity to complete his term. So then Johnson becomes president, and that's when it was signed into law. Um, so there there were lots of presidents involved here. But uh, Lyndon B. Johnson is the one who carried it across the finish line. So there you go. There we go. 1965. All right. This one's going to be tricky. This one's going to be tough. Okay. How many Americans are covered by Medicare to date? Is it A, 45 million? Is it B, 59 million? Is it C, 61 million? Or D, 
63 million. I'm thinking that's that, you know, three of those numbers are, are all really close. So yeah. you, you didn't give me really any give me's here, did you? Sorry, no, I didn't. I didn't put like um, seven people or a billion. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, I'm going to go, I think probably C. I think there's probably 61 million. I don't think 63, but it's probably okay. 61 million. You think it's C? Final answer? Yeah. Yep, finally. No, no, oh, I'm sorry. It's man. D. 63 million. Uh, that was for 2021. 63.1 million Americans. I know. All right, sorry. Okay. Uh, next one is just uh, A or B is, is all your options for this because this is a yes it's or no or question. That's yep. It, huh? Yep. Okay. It's just yes or no. Our Medicare. It's like a flip a coin, huh? Right. It's 50 50 chance. So come on. You can do this. Um, are Medicare supplements and Medicap different? A, yes. B, no. MedSupps and Medigap. Is that different? No, no. They're the same. I'm pretty sure about that one. Okay. Yay. You got it. Yes. That's right. Original Medicare is the same thing as Medicare Parts A and B, and then Medicare Advantage is the same thing as Medicare Part C because we're we're dealing with the the federal government. So it can't be simple, it can't be super easy. It's all these different parts and the same things have this have different names because, you know, that's just that's, that's just, just the way it, it is, is, right? It's the it's the I get it. yeah. Oh, it's painful. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So again, and we've talked about this before. So Medicare has this kind of alphabet soup, right? There's all these different parts. So our next question is about all the different parts of Medicare. Um, And this goes back to multiple choice. It's A, B, C, or D. Which part of Medicare covers prescriptions? Is it A, Part A? You know what? I'm just going to say Part A, Part B, Part C, or part D. Which one is it? You, you know, Jen, I actually remember when this one rolled out. Yeah? So, oh yeah, we, we, we did a lot of educational events around this whole prescription thing. And so that would be part D. Part D. That's right. What if, Philip, if, if I worked for the government, here's what I would have done. I would have said it's A, part B. Uh, B, part D. What if I would have mixed them all up instead of just having it be A, B, C, D? <laughs> Go with the parts. Well, then, you know, dyslexia could have oh. picked up and, you know, could have picked the wrong one. Well, if I if I worked for the the administration, if I worked for uh, the, what is it, the, the Centers for Medicare, uh, that's You'd probably right what there, I huh? would have done. That's right. Yeah. But, yeah, so, so part A covers your hospital care, lab test, surgery, nursing care. Part B, that is your medical insurance for like doctor visits and outpatient care. Part C provides the same coverage as A and B with additional benefits because remember that's the same thing as Medicare Advantage. And then Part D is your prescription drugs. So I think think we got them all. All right. So here's the next one. Uh, Talking about how Medicare is doing right now, in what year is the hospital insurance trust fund for Medicare expected to run out of money? Is it A, 2026? Is it B, 2033? Is it C, 2042? Or D, 2055? When will the trust fund run out of money for Medicare? 
you know, initially, Jim, that was kind of a trick question because, you know, 2033 is when Social Security is supposed to run out of money. Yeah. So that's what I originally first thought of. But I know Medicare is supposed to run out before that. So the only thing before that is going to be A, 2026. Final answer? That's my final answer. You got it. <laughs> you got it. That's right. It is. Ex- I only missed one. So, yeah, you're doing great. So, yeah, the, the insurance trust fund that pays hospitals will run out of money in 2026. Medicare spent $925.8 billion in 2020, and the fund's expenditures exceeded the income by $60 million due to accelerated and advanced payments. And, of course, in 2020, when we're looking at some of those numbers, kind of a, of a weird year, if you remember <laughs> some weird yeah, things yeah, going exactly. on. You know. uh, do you want to redeem yourself with a bonus question, an extra credit round? Should we do Absolutely. that yeah, since so you missed I the need, one? I need all the okay. help I can get. I, I need a perfect score. Here, so <laughs> all right. The bonus can knock out the one I missed. Here's, you know, here's the good. bonus one. All right. Who were the first two Medicare beneficiaries? Was it A, Lyndon and Lady Bird Johnson, B, Harry and Bess Truman, C, Walt and Lillian Disney, or D, Bernie and Jane Sanders? <laughs> well, you, can, you couldn't give me an easy friend. No. I mean, well, come on. There's one you can take off. You know it's not Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Get rid of that one, right? And and it wouldn't be Lyndon Johnson because he was working, he was president, and and so it wouldn't be him. It'd be handy if he's the one who signed it and he got to be the first one who took it, though. Yeah, right. It wasn't. So I got that. So, but but you got Walt Disney, right? He was, you know, what? Say they built the theme park in Mm -hmm. 1970. He was right there for the right age for you. Could have been right there. But I'm guessing that the Trumans were probably a little older than the Disneys. So I'm going to go with the Trumans, Harry and Bess Truman. You did it. That's right. Kind of his, I guess, his reward for working so hard on this during his administration uh, because he wanted to do that back in the 40s and then it was in the 60s when it finally happened. So then, yeah, he was he was right at the age. So look at you. You got five right in our Medicare trivia. And this is tough stuff. I mean, it's no wonder people have questions about this. They want a little help on this. Tell me, Philip, when it comes to Medicare, how does your office handle this and help people um, work fit this into their overall plan? So here at our office, we don't actually do Medicare mm-hmm. um, supplements or anything like that. But however, we have folks that we work with that are experts when it comes to, to Medicare and, and planning for, you know, which options should I take, that type of thing. And, and we'll sit down with clients. I mean, we're not totally out of it. I mean, we don't actually, you know, sell it or provide it, but we help people and help educate them, our clients, on okay, look, this is what you may want to look at, you know, based on your circumstances, you know, this may make more sense for you. Um, I would ask more questions about this or that in order to help them get the right solution for their situation. So certainly one of those things that we're going to need a little guidance on 
And it, it does make sense to talk to somebody who can help you get the right answers. And so I, I appreciate you explaining how that works with your office. And when it comes to the overall plans, Philip, whether it is questions that you might have about Medicare, uh, whether it's health care planning in general, because, again, Medicare, uh, Medicare doesn't cover everything. So we still need to think about planning for health care costs and retirement as well as everything else that's going on. Just talk a little bit about your process for helping us plan for all those different aspects of our retirement. You know, Jen, we've developed our core retirement design to help people really and truly design the retirement they always dreamed of. And that really starts with folks determining what their personal risk preference is. What is that number for you? And then we sit down and we organize it, uh, your goals and objectives, so we can make sure we meet those things. We're going to review that, that calculated risk preference with your current portfolio and determine what your costs are and what your risks are in your current portfolio. And then lastly, we're going to help you establish your optimized risk match portfolio. So we got a, a portfolio that really matches up with your risk tolerance. That's the, the key to retiring uh, in the way that you want to retire. And so that's our process. It's easy to get started. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Come sit down with us. Let's walk through our core retirement design, designed specifically for you. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. That is all the time we have for this week, but be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip. We'll talk to you then. Call Philip Statler today to get started on your complimentary financial x-ray report, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.